Here's your daily BM. Who are these guys? It doesn't matter. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. I want to play a game. All right, all right, all right. And here we go. All right, all right. Welcome to another episode of the Daily BM. Oh, yeah! I'm your host, Mike, with my co host, Brad. What's up, bitches? <laughs> What's happening, my brother? That's another day, another dollar, my friend. Another day, another dollar. I hear you. I hey. hear you. I got a, I got opened up with a nice uh, message from Eddie over at the Whiskey Uncensored. <laughs> okay. Busted my, Shoot. Busted, my, busted our balls about the, uh, about the review that you said leave a review. <laughs> he's a he's a good sport, man. What, what, did, what did they say over there? He was just like, "Hey, man, you guys a bunch of dicks." He's like <laughs> calling me out. <laughs> I just started laughing. I was like, "It's all good, brother." I said, "It's all good fun, man." You know that. He was like, "No, nah, I know." He goes, "He goes, it literally had me busting out laughing as I was busting out an ab workout in the gym." So we busted yeah. his guts. Wait, what? <laughs> Speaking of the gym, I need to get back in the gym. Yeah, who's Jim? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Jim's not your dad's name? No, that's my brother's. So, oh. cool. At least you're keeping it in the family. That's all that matters. Yeah. Eh, you know, hey. Nothing like good love. Your brother's Jim? For real? No, that's actually his name is Jeff, not Jim. Jeff. That's what I thought. You threw me off there for a second. <laughs> I was like, his dad's name oh. is John. His brother's name hey, is Jeff. I know, I know you're a little slow today, Jim? but it's okay. But then I, I was like, maybe your sister had a sex change now. She goes by Jim. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you know, in today's world, I don't put nothing by her. I mean, you know, I, I've seen her husband, so. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> wow. Hopefully he's not a listener. Day. Eh, probably not. Out of all, uh, you know, 12 people. No, I'm sure. <laughs> so you wanted to start the show off talking about masturbation. Oh, yeah, man. So why the hell not? I mean, everything, everybody loves that. And you know what I always don't, you know what I hear is the thing. I love when I hear like men or women say, I get so much booty that I don't have to. And it literally makes me laugh every time they say it. Because I'm like, dude, so I don't care how much you're get, not, you are or aren't getting ass, you're still going to grab your wiener and go to town. Or you're going to grab your labia and go to town. You know what I mean? Capiche? Yeah, grab your wiener and go to town. <laughs> I mean, it's like you're going you're gonna to go to pound town. You know, you're going to give it the, what what is what did Eric call it? The um, the knuckle, um, oh God, knuckle children? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I you're going to release so. the knuckle children, man. I mean, it's just this is the knuckle way it children. is, you know. It's the knuckle children, bro. So, speaking of him, we have another day without old Eric. Um, we miss him, kind of. And, uh. I don't think Eric said that. I think Eddie said that when we were on whiskey. No, he was. I think Eric said it, and then he goes, "What did you just say?" Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Eric was on that show. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, so I dropped that. Hey, by the way, uh, the whiskeyed and uncensored show drops tomorrow. Or drops, yeah, tomorrow. So give it a listen. We're gonna drop it on our uh, show as well. Um, So you can listen to both spots, but we prefer ours because (laughs) we want we want you to listen to us. Sorry, Eddie. But um, but yeah. So, I'm just curious, man. So, how many times a week? They now I read a study that said a man has to jerk one, jerk the gergen, twenty nine times a month for a healthy prostate. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing the math. I'm like, there's only thirty one days, so you only give yourself a two day break. Your wiener, you know, that's not thirty one days in every month for starters. And well, okay, your, well thirty to thirty one, sometimes twenty nine, depending. 
to answer your question at that rate, my prostate must be dead because I'm nowhere near those numbers. I'm What's your numbers, close man? Seriously, those what's your numbers? If you no, had to like just throw one out it, there, it's pitiful. <laughs> it's, it's like like once a week, maybe. What? I know. It's oh horrible. my god, you're like a rookie, dude. You greenhorn. What's wrong yeah. with you? Man, Are you shit? Just, right just finding the time. What do you mean finding time? It takes like five minutes. Yeah. I mean, when you're good, privacy. you know your own. Your hand finding knows how to privacy. make love to you the best. I guess right? finding the privacy. Pro- what are you talking about? What do you mean? When I'm you don't have time about? in the mornings, like when everybody's left to go to work. No, because you know, like my wife goes to work at eight thirty in the morning, and I got to be uh, at work at eight thirty as well. Uh, Jesus. So you can't be like. <laughs> I mean, I could be. Sorry, I'm five minutes late. I had to, like, you know. I, I mean, I, I guess I could put a Slack notification up. Maybe I'll make a new, uh, a, new <laughs> a new away message. <laughs> <laughs> Prostate. Health Pro- wellness prostate, moment, yeah. Prostate wellness happening. Pro- Be yeah. back in one hour. I'm actually gonna, I might actually do that because that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> you can put, 15, <laughs> put like a 15 minute on there instead of an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, just put, yeah 10 minute timer. Prostate probably break. gonna be back before. That's what I'll, I'll call it. I'll call it the prostate break. Prostate break. PB. PB break. People think it's peanut butter. People think it's peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But man. I'll be like, no, it's prostate break. It'd be like, man, damn, prostate Mike health. really loves making peanut butter sandwiches. So 29 <laughs> times. You're 29 times a month? Dude, that's rookie numbers, man. Sometimes I'm a twofer in one day. It just depends on my mood. Depends on my stress level, actually. Jesus. What, dude? You got to get it out. It's like a poison, man. You ever seen uh, Wolf of Wall Street? I've seen it many times. Okay, so you, you know Matthew McConaughey had a, you know something to say about that, and he said, "I know." During that movie, and Leo uh, looked a little like surprised during the movie, but he said, "You got he goes, those are rookie numbers, man. You got to get the poison out. I mean, you'll drive yourself stir crazy by not, man." Yeah. Come on, gotta keep it out. See, you I don't, know? I don't know. When I'm in a stressful situation, I want to alleviate whatever's causing the stress, as opposed to taking a break from the stress and then coming <laughs> back to it. Like, I'd rather get it out of the way. Like, I've never understood, like, in movies, you know, like, where it's, like, life or death situation and shit's going down. And it's, like, that's when they choose to have a makeout session, have sex. Like, <laughs> and then they get oh, a spear you know what? and stick between them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, oh, yeah, we're about all about to die from a monster. We can run to safety. Or we Here, let me sex. give you a blowjob real sex. quick. Uh-huh. Yeah, just a quick blowjob. <laughs> you know, let's they, alleviate the stress. Then you get an axe to the back of the head. It's like, yeah. yeah let's alleviate the stress. Great call. Let's go get some poontang and it's then die. That or meaningful, you know? It's either that or meaningful conversations. It's like, let's stop and dialogue. It's like, no, That's bitch. Like, no. I'm escaping. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Talk to me to fucking Morrow over coffee when we're talking about how crazy that shit was last night. <laughs> so, so side note to that. It was, I mean, scary moves. I know I'm jumping from the masturbation just real quick. You ever notice that like white people get killed like instantly? I feel like you know, my sisters and brothers, they know, hey, man, I ain't going in that shit. You know what I mean? Like, they know, hey. Yeah, of course. That shit is unsafe. My ass ain't going in there. I mean, I, you know, I always laugh because, you know, uh, you know, you might have a brother or sister in the in the movies and they're watching with you. You know what I mean? And they go like this. Oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I ain't going in there because it's true. White people are like, hey, that's a strange sound. White people, you out. know what? I, okay, so you want, you want to go there? I'll tell you why. You know why? Because white people have a... Uh, Stupid curiosity? No, we're, we're a bunch of Karens and we're a bunch of Chads. And we think that we can just go in there and just talk our way through it. We're like, no, no, listen here. You don't understand who... Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> and they're like, do sure you? do. Ugh, stick you do in the you? side with a fucking knife. I think that's the problem with white people. It's a, what, what do they call Dude, that? we're stupid. Uh, 
I saw a skit. I think it was in Scary Movie where it shows a black girl and she's hiding behind a wall and the white girl comes to the other side of the wall to hide and she's like, you better get the fuck out of here, man. Because <laughs> she, she knows that that white person is going to get her killed. You know what I mean? And it's the truth. We're just stupid. Yeah. We're like, oh, let me go check it out. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because there was one time that I was riding around with a friend of mine and we had many, many conversations about this. Like, you know, if something ever happened, we before we went anywhere, we'd make sure we were prepared. We'd have everything ready. <laughs> We're driving down the road, and all of a sudden we see this huge like smoke plume coming up, and we're like, "Let's go investigate!" And we're like, literally in like shorts and flip flops, and have nothing with us. You know, we're tromping out through the we're tromping out through the forest, and it's like halfway there, we're like, "Hey, we're doing that exact same thing that we said is stupid for white people to do." <laughs> we could, I mean, we could be moments away from like a moment out of deliverance, but with space aliens, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I think we're just dumb by nature. I am still, let's go back to the subject, though. I'm still blown away <laughs> that you only once a week. That's four times a month, bro. Do you, know, blow, out, like, do you blow out like dust bunnies and shit whenever you finally get it going? No, it's, it's like a five-gallon bucket of like Elmer's glue. <laughs> you could populate the world with it. <laughs> Pretty much. With one shot. You're Pretty like the much. Peter North of let's just say Peter after I get, let's of, just say after I get done I start making paper mache. <laughs> hey, what's the name of that bald dude that does porn? Um, that he's know. like on every funny meme like shows. If you were a doctor, wouldn't you want to be him and stuff like that? I, God, I, I can't think no of his name. Well, anyway, about. I only know I'm, Peter yeah, North know. from the 80s and 90s. You know, back I know, when porn I know was Ron like, Jeremy just because he was a like. Is he still joke, alive? Like, I don't know. That'd be a good thing to Google. Yeah, I go. But he might make the Deadpool list. You never know. If you hold on a second, I can look that up while we're. Uh... So anyway, so rookie me... numbers, huh? Yeah, rookie numbers. So I literally, I like don't I said, understand how you find enough time. Well, you just got to make time, man. If you, if you, if you oh, wow. know what needs to, he looks you know, terrible. You know, if it needs to get done, you find the time and you get it done. It's that simple. He looks awful. Who, Ron Jeremy? Yes. He's Dude, so, you do what? Wow, the, he's only sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> wow, shocker! He's, he, he's five foot six. He's only he's like yeah, he's as my tall height. as you are. Yeah, he's out there getting strange ass. <laughs> but he looks bad. Dude, honestly, you know, uh, I read some things back in the day, um, and I'm probably misquoting it. So if I'm misquoting it, I'm sorry. But I believe it was with um, Ginger Lynn, yeah. was the porn star from the '80s. You know, and she said that he was honestly. She, because people were like, "How do you have sex with him?" Because he's so ugly, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. But he was, uh, she was like, "Yeah, wow, he looks rough, man, God, dog." But um, she said that he was the nicest guy in the world, like yeah. super nice. So you know, it just goes to show you treat a woman right. You don't have to be the most best looking guy in the world. I mean, look at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean. That's probably why I only do it four times a month. That's only that's only convince my. I mean, uh, not your hand it. is like rejecting. Yeah, you. my hand's rejecting me. My hand's like, no, no, you're ugly. Go away. Well, there's always the alternative. Go away, go away. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But um, what's the alternative? <laughs> I might need to know. Nah, I'll save that for the other show because I was about to repeat something that we did on another show. That's coming up on Wednesday. So I didn't want to go there because we're talking about it on Wednesday. So yeah. anybody that's wanting to know, this was a crazy show. Um, okay. So old people, us, 
No, my topic, yeah. Are we talking about what I was thinking about talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. What you wanted to talk about was old people today. So I, look, No, I'll not old you... people. I, I said earlier today that I think we live too long, which made you laugh. Oh, jeez. And then you're like, say no, that for the that, well, show. Well, back up a minute and so explain to argue. listeners what exactly you said to me to start. I said, man, did you know in the 1900s, people only lived about 46 years old, which means I'd already be dead. And wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> and I was like, screw you. I'm 51. I'd have been dead a while back. You're an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I don't but know, man. I mean, I've done I'm a not, lot. Okay, so I'm not. So, but I wasn't. I'm not saying that I want. I want to die, or I'm not condoning suicide at any any means at all. What I'm saying is, is that he's got a gun. <laughs> as we get older, we're as okay. Um, as we get more technologically advanced, we're living longer. But I don't feel like the quality of life is improving drastically, especially when you get up into like your 80s and 70s. I feel like you're just sitting around, kind of waiting to die. Wow, you're like the. I mean, the, the, you're like the, the. What's the word I'm looking for? The the hope of old age is like hanging <laughs> on your every whim, and you're like, by the way, once you hit 45 and up, you're just waiting to die. Well, I mean, no, you might but, as well just go ahead and call it a day. But if you think about it, okay, so you know, you're 20 would be middle age. Okay, if you die before six, like 25 would be middle age. When you're okay. 25, like you're pretty badass. I mean, you're like you're at your physical peak. You know, you're you're doing kicking ass, you know, taking names. Like you're really getting into the swing of life. When you hit 35, you've really hit your tread, you know, like where you're at, what you're supposed to be doing, how it's going typically. Now, some people are different, right? you know, but then when you get to like 45, 50, you start seeing like the end in sight. Like, okay, I'm getting close to retirement. The new people that are coming up are performing better than me, doing better than me. You're working harder than me. You know, that's one of the then big you start things. Picking them off. No, that's like one of the big things. Like when I hear like them talking about Brady on the show, they're always like mentioning, yeah, you know, Brady was in his second season when this person was born. And, you know, Brady's like a hell of a specimen because he's doing amazing at 45 to be doing what he's doing and how he's doing it. You know, so he's like the exception to the rule. But, you know, for a lot of people, when they hit 45, you know, that's the beginning of them starting to have, you know, a physical deterioration. You know, sixty-five is probably when you're you start having mental deterioration. You know what I mean? You start that trend of not being as sharp, not being as fast, not being as you know as much as you were. And I just feel like that sucks. Well, I'm like, speak so for yourself, wonder- asshole. You go up to freaking uh, what is it? The villages here in the state of Florida, dude. They're all banging each other at eighty to eighty years old. They're having like more action than you and I put together. <laughs> See, those guys are get- they're I getting don't- at it. Let me ask you this. Is that something you'd like to walk in on and watch? Well, who cares? If I'm 80 and I'm in a room full of 80-year-old women and men, who gives a shit? I mean, are you really going to care? You're getting your rocks off. Are you, I mean, they they look the same way, and in your mind, everybody looks normal. Now, as a, a 50-year-old, I'd be like, oh, man, that's pretty nasty. That, that, that chick's 30 years old. I mean, you know, far and away I say this, I, I mean, but I her stuff is hanging I down mean, to her kneecap, and I that guy's balls ima- are scratching the ground. You know what I mean? I literally imagine, like, right now, like, like, I can't go too fast because my nutsack swings too far. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a fucking. And then all I hear is like my. It's like Cyrus one of those wall going, I came in like a wrecking, wrecking ball. ball. 
the, he swings over and hits a wall. He's, you know, he's he's his balls are swinging up, hitting hitting her, hitting her stomach, dragging the floor. He has her from behind. You know I mean? It's like then, swinging then up then on her. That, then all of a sudden you got that inertia thing that's sitting on people's desks with the balls. It was like clink, 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 clink. I mean, that doesn't uh, sound fun. You just all right now. Picture this one then. Picture like like an old lady on top of another dude. You know what I mean? And the other dude coming in from the other from behind. And so his balls are smacking his balls. Okay, there's no again. way after like a double hip replacement that you're doing that. <laughs> I'm so I just I, I just don't see it. Hey man, hey, you never know. I mean, you get a full hip, man. That thing might feel like a 20 year old by the time you're done having that hip replacement. I mean, you never know. It's supposed to make you like have less pressure and 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 perform better. You know, as an old person. I mean, I'm not 80, so I don't know. And I'm I'm definitely not going to ask my dad. I mean, I'm not going to go, hey, dad. So when you're banging mom, I mean, you know, <laughs> tell me, do you, do is you your hip hurts? Do you think your parents still have sex? You know, I don't even want to think about it because <laughs> you know it probably takes them 20 minutes to walk to the bedroom anyway. You know what I mean? So uh, by that time they're out of breath, I would assume no. You know, but uh, I mean, God, I don't know. You know, here's the thing that sucks. You don't want to think about it, but they might because you know people in the villas are doing it. I mean, you hear about them all the time. They have, like, the highest STD rate in the state of Florida because they don't use protection. They're just banging each other. Bunch of old whores. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, what do you do? What do you say? I mean, I'm not going to – would you ask your mom if, if you, know, you know, God rest his soul, if your dad was still alive? Hey, you guys still fucking? Uh, I mean, really? How do you, like, ask your parents at 80 – I gotta ask. You know what? I am gonna ask that question. I'm gonna ask that question. I will. You know, I I don't have. I don't have. I don't have a problem. No, your mom's obviously. Well, she might be. You know, you never know. She might be going out and getting some. I don't mind that. You know, I don't mind asking that. She might be like that guy uh, when Robert De Niro in um, what was it, Grandpa? Yeah. uh, Where he went out and said, "I just want to get laid." I was I was faithful to to your grandmother. She was an awesome woman, but she's gone. She told me to go out and live my life. I just want to get pooty. You remember? You remember that movie? It was with uh, what's his name? Zac Efron. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, I so think, you would ask your mom? Yeah, I think I'm going to. I mean, I'm going to do it tactfully. <laughs> I'm going to do it tactfully. So, Bob, do you take care of yourself? I'm just wondering if you if fit into that one time a week like me. <laughs> so, mom, do I get this from you? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I only masturbate once a week. <laughs> She'd be like, you know, oh, I don't. Wow. My problem is I don't. I'm going to laugh when she calls you out and says, Michael. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> probably that's probably what you do. All I know is she's got Fifty Shades of Grey on her desk. Like that's all, what I'm saying. All, she's all four books, and uh, she's, she's probably rubbing one out right now. Times. Maybe she's, probably, she's like, "What's the guy's I, name in the book?" Uh, I don't know. Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, we'll just call him Jim. His, his last name is Gray, I think. But I don't right, know so what his first Mr. Gray. Is. She's like, "Oh yeah, Mr. Gray. Oh yeah." <laughs> Your mom's like in her early eighties, late seventies, somewhere in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Christian Gray, Christian and Anastasia Steele. Yeah, she's like, oh, Christian, oh, Christian. <laughs> she's getting more numbers. I don't than know, you, bro. but I want to be that guy. I mean, I just love his you lifestyle. really want to. You'd really want to be him. Oh yeah, his fucking lifestyle in the movie. In the movie, yeah. Yeah, but you know, lifestyles really aren't like movies. Well, I don't know, maybe. I'm sure that, I mean, for somebody to think about it, I mean, somebody had to have that lifestyle, more than likely. Oh, I'm sure we live like that all the time. I mean, I have quite a few friends that are, like, single dudes. Well, one of them's married, but when they were single all the way through, like, even their, like, early 30s and stuff. Yeah. Dude, they were, like, cashing in. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't but I mean, even, I mean, more, but, but I mean, they still rubbed one out. Yeah. 
I mean, I've had that conversation. They're like, yeah, dude, I have to fucking be prepared when I go out that night. I'm like, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah, you can't. It's kind of like the old theory. You can't go into the date with a loaded gun. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's just the thing. Like, I just, it's just like you have the thing. It's like, okay, what, what adventures? I mean, I guess, it, I guess it, this is where I need to like widen my mindset a little bit and be a little bit more, uh, outgoing because you know i've done a lot in my life like i've had a lot of experiences and i've done a lot of things so i'm like okay what's left you know what's next (laughs) that makes everything's so final with you i swear to god what's left (laughs) you might as well just freaking die because i've done everything i really need to do in this world there's a lot to do i mean don't you want to travel anywhere and go see shit i mean i mean don't you like want to go like out and see the well you've already seen the pacific because you flew over it but um uh, when you went to vietnam or whatever right and then um but you've never been to the mediterranean right i mean you've never been to like greece or italy i mean you haven't wanted like have a glass of wine in the tuscan valley you know what i mean in in italy and then maybe go down and spend a day on the beach in the islands of greece you know what i mean it'd be kind of cool to go in the mediterranean no i just don't know how much different it would be from any <laughs> other tropical beach it's about the experience of somewhere else the the culture the food all that stuff you wouldn't want to just like go see what other I, people are I doing can, i can go to uh oh i could go to google i'm waiting for it no, i can no, go no, look no, at no, videos no, and see how no, i was gonna say i can go to um what's that name what's the name of that place the greek restaurant over oh. at the mall Oh, the gyro place? I know who you're talking about. <laughs> What's the name of that place? Um, oh, I don't know. It's up. There's the one over here, too, at Lakeside. Um, I, I'll tell you what really blew my mind. Okay. All right. I flew like 18 hours plus to get to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And the food did not taste as good as the local Vietnamese restaurant that was owned by Vietnamese people <laughs> cooking Vietnamese Recipes. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought you were going to get <clears throat> home I was cooking. Like, well, yeah, that's what you just said. Vietnam. Like you, that's what you just said. You get there and you, you're like, would you want to try the food? Well, I can go to a Greek restaurant here and have the probably the same food, if not better, because the quality of food's better. Well, so, it's yeah. just that we have more fats in our food. Like when you go to Italy, honestly, and the only reason why I know this is because my niece, you know, married an Italian guy. So I've talked to him about like, the different foods and, and her. And she said flat out, she was like, they don't eat the stuff like we show Italian food in the United States. No, they really of course don't. Not. That's Americanized Italian. Yeah, exactly. She said it's more like really light oils, olive oils, mm-hmm. things like that. She said the the vegetables and, and stuff are like just so fresh because um, it's right there. They get everything from right there. You know what I mean? Um, Which I mean, if, you if, you really- go, if you go to a real Italian restaurant here, not like Olive Garden or something like that, but go to like a real <laughs> Italian type restaurant and you order those type dishes you get the exact same experience what do you mean chicken chicken nookie soup is not really italian what the hell no breadsticks and endless bowl of salad is not how you do it in italy oh some bitch i'm disappointed um uh, I, I just think like you know we're losing a little bit of the luster for that kind of stuff because of the commercialization and stuff like that because america get... is expanding its food horizons no, on the but world. no no what i mean is is that like we have such a melting pot in the united states like you can go and you can have amazing like indian food you know right. authentic indian, uh, indian food here because we have the ingredients and we have the chefs you know and you 
you get that you get that experience um right i mean yeah there's some places i'd like to see i guess but they're not like mission critical so like all right so so what i'm just saying nothing you i mean i know you've been skydiving i know you do scuba diving uh i know you do all that kind of crap but is there anything else you'd want to do Besides that, like that's like maybe because I think I feel like sometimes you're a little bit of an adrenaline person. I am. And that, See, and yeah. that's where it sucks a little bit because like I would like it would be cool to like climb K two, but I know I can't do it because of my knee. But I'm saying the, I couldn't even get out of the base camp, man. That's what I'm saying. But that would be you know, and then I've like let myself go physically because of the knee injuries and things like that, where I should be working harder and working better and getting stronger and fitter and you know. uh living up to my full potential, but I'm just not. So that kind of makes me sad. It's like, you know, damn it. That sucks. You know what I'm saying? No, it's I just, hear you. Yeah. Um, I guess what made me feel, feel more depressed about it was, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm doing a lot of, uh, exercise at the house, trying to get my knees and stuff rehabilitated. So I'm literally like having to do like the Apple fitness for like seniors because I need the modified <laughs> stuff. Like, especially with the knee stuff. So I'm having to, like, get the chair placement and all that kind of shit. You're such an old fuck. So I'm like, God damn, this sucks. You know, like, at 46, I went in, they're like, oh, you need knee replacement. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Not getting it now because they only last for, like, 15 years. So that means I'll have to get another one. And I'm like, you know, what, 60? <laughs> and then another one, I'm 75. And then probably another one after that when I'm 90 because I'll probably live till I'm 90. Right. Um, but... I don't know. I just feel like it's more challenging because I feel like as you you lose some of that, you know, get up and go. Like I'd love to like freaking go out and like, you know, play f- football, like I did when I was younger. But I just know that my recovery time will suck. Well, I'm just still blown away that you feel like at the age of 45, life is over. You should just go ahead and call it a day. And check no, out. what made me think about that was I was watching. I was actually watching a while back a TNG episode. That's the next generation Star Trek reference for those out there. And it was uh, an episode where when the, I guess when the, I think when they hit 50 years of age, they have a ceremony where they basically, you know, kill themselves and it's a rite of passage for the next generation. And I'm just like, could you imagine living in a, a world where no one was older than say 60 I was just saying no because according to your timeline, I'm already dead, ass. But no, 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 no. I was just saying. Back I can't in, imagine. I was just saying back in the fifties. But I'm just saying, if no one lived past sixty, I mean, how much of a less of a societal burden would that be, as far as finances and medical and all that stuff? And I mean, half of Congress and half of the people running the country wouldn't be there. It'd be newer, younger people that are making decisions for people that are going to have to actually live through the decisions that are being made. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to get political, but I mean, this is one aspect of it. It's like you have somebody that's 80 plus years of age making decisions for people that are 20. To me, that's crazy because when those people are 40, that person's going to be dead. Like, and their laws and stuff might still be in place. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not, it's, I don't know, like you people are like, I don't want that person driving because they're 70 years old on the road you know they're dangerous to society but we're letting them run the country <laughs> you know what i mean it's like <laughs> well i know what you're saying because it's like the girl i was telling you earlier about the lady that 
and she was probably she had to be in her sixties. Yeah. But her car was completely loaded up. Yeah. All you saw no, was that last window. Show. It was just yeah, like what, about yeah, it was like show. I was saying, you know, and she's over here hitting a curb, you know, going back and forth, and I'm going, Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Kill yourself. Well, you know what no, made me, the other thing that made me think about it was is I'm like, you know, when our, our pets when they get to that point in life where okay, so like with pets, like one of my friends had to put their dog down recently and uh they the dog had like congestive heart failure but they were mm-hmm. able to give it medication to let it live out like another two years but the medication is what kept it alive you know it was naturally trying it had already been dead way before that so we were having a discussion about it because they had to put the, put the dog down to sleep because the medic- medication was no longer working the dog stopped eating it didn't really want to move it was it just basically was like given up i know? give up right. wasn't drinking it was like right. i don't want to be here anymore so we do that you know for the for the dog like you know you put him down because you want you want to end the suffering because you've medically kept it alive way past when it was supposed to die you right. know through science and intervention and then i'm just like you know i'm thinking with people and i'm like we're just sitting here like at what point it's does it get where it's not exciting anymore like there was this lady that was on the disney cruise she had to she was probably like in her mid to late 80s and she was wheelchair bound um she couldn't feed herself really like she was so old and so frail that she was just sitting there you know and they were like holding the soda up and putting the straw in her mouth and she was drinking and and she was like she fell asleep like seven minutes into the the show you know and i was just like okay, how much fun is this for her being drug around? You know what I mean? And and put in fear and like force fed and like probably had to have her diaper changed. And, you know, and I'm just like, where's the dignity in that? Just, just to have another day on the planet. I don't know. Like, would you want to do that? I feel like you're going to start a new business, euthanization of adults over the age of 60. It's already there. It's already you're a business. You're, you're, I mean, you're I'm, not, be a, I'm not proponent of it, but I mean, how do you feel about that? A, like AARP dash the Preston way. Yeah. AARD. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, Retirement death. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, seriously, how do you feel about that? Like, what's your, what's your feeling on that? Like, I don't know, man. I feel like because of modern medicine, you know what I mean? It, it, here's my thing: if you if you still have a um, a certain way of uh, the value of life is still there, like you're still living and it's comfortable and you're happy, then I think it's good. But if you're in pain of any sort and it's just like painful to live, but, yeah. But like, then, I, do you think they're you think that they're happy? Not being I don't in know. pain, I, but I, I mean, to ask them. I but don't I know. mean, like, I mean, I'm sure you, certain people aren't. Do you think people are happy just like getting up and rinsing, repeating every day the same thing? Because I mean, you get to a certain age, and it's like it becomes hard to travel. It becomes hard to do things. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I can use a shining example of my parents. They're yeah. going. They're going to Alaska, right? On a seven day cruise, right? Yeah. And they're eighty something years old, so it's like, okay, but they're able to do it. They're happy. Um, they do have a sense, you know, it's funny cause I was talking to them today and they do have a sense of urgency behind their voice where they feel like the next few years could probably be all they have left, mm-hmm. you know, three to four years. And yeah. that's just logically speaking is what they're saying. And I get it. I, right, I mean, right, right. I pre- I appreciate that with them, you know, but they want to do as much as they possibly can. Yeah. Uh, and I, and so as long as they're physically able and, and it's not super painful and you know, you're actually enjoying it and yeah, why the hell not? But you know, if 
if I left it in your hands, I'd already be gone, and they'd be gone, and I'd be gone, and <laughs> you'd be right behind me about another year from now. I so, would be. I would be right behind you, yeah. Not only am I the founder, I'm also dead. My name's Mike. <laughs> so, be passing it on to my daughter, because yeah, it'd be her yeah. business now. Yeah. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm actually the daughter. Um, no, but, I mean, uh, you know, and there's a lot of more research in this, and I'm not, I'm not condoning that. I'm just saying, what I'm saying is, is it's interesting, that, like, in the 1900s, like, the average life expectancy was, forty, like, 46 Point six years you know so middle age you were like 24 now i guess you know medical stuff wasn't you know as good as it was but it'd be knowing you have 50 years to live versus uh 100 years do you think you'd get more done and you know what i mean or do you think it's the same well right now i'm only you know, I'm over 50, but halfway I, there. I uh, <laughs> oh, if I'm halfway there, then I, I feel great. Cause <laughs> but I see your point because I have accomplished so much. Yeah. But there's still so much I kind of want to do, um, right. you know, that I feel like I haven't done. So for you to take it away from me, being that guy would suck. <laughs> um, come pick me up in a freaking car and take me out. Hey, we're just going to take you out to a field real quick. <laughs> Old yeller, my ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so... I'm not condoning that either, but but you're smiling. (laughs) You're like, yes, I would. No, I'm not. No, I'm just saying. Like, it just if we didn't have the medical interventions, I guess I don't know. It's just an interesting topic. It was just an interesting thing that crossed my mind. No, I agree. Something maybe we'll need to ask Eric. I mean, since you know, (laughs) if we ever shoot, but he'll 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 reply one week from now when he comes on the next show. If we ever see him again, if we ever see him again, I can't get him to respond to nothing. Uh, He's been going through some health stuff, so who knows. Uh, he'll be on when he's on, so yeah. I mean, um, I don't condone like killing our old people like one of those books, you know. Not like, today. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hey, if I'm not on the show later this week, you know, Mike took me out. All right, that's all no, I'm gonna say. Said it was gonna be your wife. Your wife. Took yeah, you exactly. Out. It'll be my wife, or you know, somebody else. It'll be my son. He'll be like, so welcome to the you know. Give us, give us your thoughts. Send us an email, or DM us on social. Um, Brad, do you want to shout out where we're at and how people can find us? Yeah, so look us up on our social platforms. Um, we are on pretty much all of them: Facebook, Instagram at the Daily BM, um, TikTok, and Twitter underscore the Daily BM. And you can write us again info at thedailybm.com or hell, just go to the website again. Buy stuff. I love it. You guys are buying stuff. Buy more. Uh, www.thedailybm.com. And with that. We'll catch you guys tomorrow. See you on the flip side. Everyone have a great day. Talk to you later.